Hey everyone, welcome Behind the Bar, the show that's about being behind a bar when the boss isn't looking. Oh. My name's Chandler Phillips, and with us is your gracious bartender. Oh, I always hit the wrong one. Oh, James Beery, that's me. That's, yeah. And uh, today we got a very special beverage on tap for us. It's an orange wine, and... I orange you glad uh, orange you glad that we're doing orange wines finally you know orange is my favorite color is it really like when I was a kid I was like fuck yeah neon orange and then as an adult I've kind of been like you know a nice burnt sienna I think is my uh it's funny because it's very autumnal I've seen you wear some orange yeah but not a lot because orange actually doesn't look good on many people yeah especially on white people but you know what orange does look good on what does orange look great on it looks great on wine good on a grape aren't you glad that we're talking orange wine i know i am so if you want to see more content like this like comment subscribe do all the things that you do in order to make it keep happening shouldn't do that that looks bad and let's get started so uh, you okay? One, t- I, I'm very ashamed. Okay, one, I want to do orange wine because yeah. you said orange wine, and I thought it was made of oranges. Oh, and you silly slut! <laughs> I was actually talking not to the person oranges. at the liquor store, and I they didn't notice that I didn't know what it was, but it took me a minute to understand what it was, which is quite simply, orange wine is red wine but made with white grapes. So if you're not yes. used to or understanding of how wine is made, give me us, either. Give us a quick rundown of okay. the uh, wine production process. So orange wine, explaining this makes it very easy, right? Yeah. Orange wine, skin contact. That's what they call it. I think actually it says here on the front or the side. Oh, yeah. not this one. Skin to skin contact. Yes, it it's says, good for your mental health and for uh you know getting in touch with your victims it's called it's known as skin contact white wine or skin fermented white wine or amber wine it's a white wine but instead of taking the peel off and just fermenting it which usually you do for white wine or with red wine they do they, they steep it the, with the with the skins in for a long time mm-hmm. or rosé they do the same thing but for a little bit of time to give the 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 red grape wine a slight hue is that why like you can have a pinot noir red wine and a pinot noir rosé they don't just mix like a pinot grigio and a pinot noir and be like here's your rosé well so it's very interesting because i believe the answer to that might actually be yes because so rosés are meant to be light and refreshing and so what they would do is they take the juice from red grapes to sit in the skins right for a little bit uh, that meaning that the the juice from red grapes is inherently clear, or at least white wine esque. Yes. So actually, so the 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 brand is Gulp. Um, Ooh. I think by I think Hablo is the it's like that's what it's called. It's Gulp by Hablo by T Edward Wines. It's very hard sometimes to talk about the companies that make the wine, but it's good this to go with the label. It's called Gulp or yeah. Hablo. It's an orange wine. And this, they have a lot of information, actually. I love wine for this, because sometimes with whiskey, it won't say any of the stuff. It'll just be like, our whiskey is made with the most traditional whiskey methods that we whiskey in our whiskey with whiskey whiskey. <laughs> 
So here I have all this information oh. from their website, all the specifications, including all right, give the, me the grapes. Give me the deets. They so use fifty percent Sauvignon Blanc, half Verdejo, which is a Spanish grape. Interesting. Um, farming practice. Even farming practices here. I don't know what so soul shirt organic European vegetarian organic vegan and oh shit and bio. What is it? Bio. Uh, it's it's bio it's vegan. That's all. And it, like exposure varied harvest technique, mechanical, and by hand. But, okay, it's a little hybrid harvest. But this is the part that's really interesting, is they actually have here the fermentation, which says that it's been macerated. That's where they take the actual grapes and they kind of stomp them, squish them up. Yeah. Uh, macerated separately on skins for five to seven days in 200-liter clay vessels and 400-liter used French oak vats with daily pump overs. <laughs> so effectively, they take the grapes, they put them in a, a barrel, yeah. For like seven, five to seven days. And they let the whole shit yeah. and then they, together. And then, and then they just squeeze the shit out. So really, this is a white... What, do they squeeze the shit out or do they just like kind of strain out the... Well, it like... says that it's pressed off the skins. Oh, so they okay. press it so out. So they do have a bit of a pressing. Because one of the big things about orange wines, as a, from a person who's talking as an authority... Even though they didn't know what it was that in two fact days was ago, not made from oranges, that the tannins. So it's all about the tannins, right? Because the skin of them, you ever take a grape, you get the, the, eat a grape without the, t- the skin. The I skin love skinning grapes. It's tart. Also, and, the skin yeah. has yeasts. What? Yeah. The skin of grapes, you ever see the, the white powdery part in a grape? Yeah. That's yeast. Oh. That's the naturally occurring yeast. I just thought that was mold. So you get very interesting flavors now. For the tasting, I'm happy. I'm hype. I, so, I just wanted to like because I'm happy. This is really cool. It's 11. percent I, I think this. Is, by the way, can I again? So I got this because they got in a liquor store. I was like, I want to get orange wine, and this one's a bit more. This was like 18 he goes, bucks. Well, what do you know about orange wines? And you go, Well, <laughs> I know I don't like the blood orange wines. I'm not a vampire. I and- really thought whenever it's skin contact that they soak. That they left skins of the art. And then when I was like, like they just left peel. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, so I'm dumb. But yeah, so I'm excited. I wonder if there are any spirits made from citrus, like aside from limoncello. But, oh, but here's the thing the, these are different because this one being around $18 is different than the one I got. But he said to try this first. And if I like it to come back, because the other one, he said it's funky and it's hazy and mm. it has like bits in it. Even this one, I had to shake it a little bit because there was like a settling. There was a little, something, a little bit of something that settled on the bottom. Well, can can I let you in on a little, uh, a little secret of mine? Oh. I've had a couple of orange wines in my oh. in my time, uh, in my own samplings, in my own, uh, you know, clandestine uh, wine viewings. I have tried a couple of orange wines, but they were Georgian orange wines and so i'm very curious as to see because i know i like i like me a specific i like i like a good spanish red well i like a good i think what is it tempranillo look at this guy bringing up all the stuff that i just learned in the last two days oh where else orange wines yeah originate from georgia no way yes way not georgia america georgia next to turkey squeezed next to russia on the black sea georgia Oh, yeah. we're, um, Tamaris from uh, Civ. Uh, no, no, Tam- Tamaris. Thousands of years. And apparently, 
and then from there it spread to France, Northern Italy, and Slovenia. So that's really where it started. So, interesting. So it's kind of a traditionally Baltic style of of wine. Now, what I what I expect, or maybe this... not Baltic, but like Black Sea, or is that the Balkans? I don't. I don't know. If I don't is this not like Serbia? It has like, a specific name. I don't fucking know. Uh, um, I need to get better at learning my regions. I'm expecting this Europe. to taste like a very dry, not sweet Sauvignon Blanc with it being half Sauvignon Blanc, half Verdejo. Because in looking at orange wines, and this only being steeped, and this has, if you're looking, uh, YouTube.com for it says, was it in kid taste? You see, like, it's like a kind of piss yellow kind of thing going on. It's obviously the skins of the grape. It's hazy. But... It's almost like a hazy IPA kind of look. If you smell it, don't you smell like a little? Well, I'm curious. All right, so what? As you... I had one. I had. I had not this one, but I was with my friend at the liquor store, and they hadn't had a drink in a while, and they had canned orange wine, and they well, wanted to, and what? they wanted they wanted to share half. So I ended up breaking my orange wine seal. Was it the first half or the second half? First half. Oh, okay. I always go first. And I shook it. Okay. Oh, all right. That was that's why I'm asking because yeah. of the settling. So you've had an orange wine. You've had a Sauve Blanc. Of before. course. What are you expecting flavor wise from well, this? Because personally, Sauve Blancs they're not my go to. I tend to find them a little too uh, musty, or like they kind of taste like uh, like if you chewed on reeds from sand dunes, sand dunes next to the oh, sand dunes, like oceanside sand dune reeds. So what I'm expecting is, um, so one of the issues, I'm not a big sweet wine person, right? But the thing I like about a really good Sauv Blanc or Chardonnay is the dryness, a little bit of bitterness, right? Some of the terroir comes through. Yeah. I'm expecting, yes, because it's being a little cheaper, for this to just taste like a Sauv Blanc mixed with like an orange wine. But I'm expecting it to be drier, mm. more tannic, mm. and less sweet than even a drier Sauv Blanc. Damn. So, take a sip. I wish I had like some, I, I wish I had like a, a Chandler's sipping music. This is our sipping song. You're sipping away. Sip, sip, sippity dip on sipping songs. Mmm. Mmm. Okay, first thing I get right off the bat is a little bit of effervescence. Like just a, the tiniest bit. Like, you know, uh, Miraval Rosé? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, uh, it's very difficult to to see this, but they're like these little light bubbles mm-hmm. that kind of are kissing the glass. I don't know enough about. Oh, that from it's from the natural fermentation, obviously. Yeah, it's probably had a little bit of bottle fermentation. The next thing I get is actually not too much mustiness. It's uh, like a light fruit juice, like a like a pear or a, or a or a Granny Smith or not a Granny Smith, but like a Golden Delicious apple. Just kind of that pressing, like just the first bite into a maybe a slightly overripe golden delicious. Know what I mean? Yes. I, as an introduction to an orange wine, I think that this is nice. Um, there is some quality in most white wines that make me just not like it. This isn't there. Not here. It's interesting because it is absolutely a white wine, but it's it's obvious. But now here again, all of the things that usually I find too um, 
off-putting in a white wine. Either like a Pinot Grigio kind of just has like a swamp water kind of flavor. Like it's maybe a little salinic or something. Or like a, a Sauve Blanc just kind of comes off a little too, like I said before, it's a little too musty. kind of tastes like it's been um, fermenting in a wet bag. I think I found my white wine. It's actually an orange wine. But here's the here's the thing though. This definitely tastes. I don't know shit about wine varieties. This tastes like a Sauv Blanc though. It also tastes less orangey than less like less dry, less tannic than the slightly more expensive one I think that I had in the can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm thinking we should definitely do is now that we've had this, I'm definitely going to get the other bottle. And we should absolutely revisit this because we should come back to the orange wine. I think I think we definitely have to, because I've always wanted to throw uh, a, a white wine into my repertoire. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hard. It's very hard to do for me. This actually okay. So what I'm getting from this is it does taste very much like a Tempranillo, uh, Spanish white. Like you, you remember the ones that we tasted in uh, in the in the liquor store that were like usually they were in the Spain section, usually in like that green bottle, not the Vino Verde, but the um, kind of had like a, it looked like Greek ish lettering on it. And there was a red and there was a green one. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Or not? I a do, red, no, no, like I remember. One. I remember. And they were kind of in the triangular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Yeah. So it tastes a little bit like that if it had more body and, like, a little bit more chutzpah to it, right? (laughs) Yeah. The way I like to describe orange wines before this was, like, the Hefeweizen of wines because they're usually a lot less filtered. And I'd say this is so crisp, too. Like, we had it a little bit chilled. Which I was kind of concerned. Excuse me. I was a little concerned about, given that you usually don't chill a red wine because you want the tannins to do their tannic stuff. But it almost is giving me um, barreled Chardonnay vibes. Oh, one hundred percent. Like it- you know the Mondavi or the Thousand yes, Stories. Yes. Uh, barrel bourbon barreled Chardonnay. It's but, got that richness. But this being still a white wine, I thought it, it absolutely needed to be. Uh, one of the one of the things I'm interested in is in trying some of the more funky orange wines. It's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be more tannic. We're get, we're going to get a lot of the terroir, which is it's going to get funky, funky. Definitely funky, in funky. this, it's definitely simple. Yeah, but is it basic? It's simple. But I mean, is at, she basic? So, gulp, um, which is uh, from uh, it's Spain or whatever. Does it have a region? Uh, Spain. It defies boundaries. Um, here's the thing, though. I feel like this is an introduction. I think that we're going to end up moving forward to more interesting orange wines. Really? Yeah, but would you say that this is a white wine for someone who does not like white wines? Ooh, that's a good question. Because usually I'd say if if you're a red wine drinker, you're trying to get into white wines, I'd be like, oh, just try a rich rosé or something like that. But no. Or a banging ass chardonnay. Or, yeah. But even... 
even the best Chardonnays are like there's they still don't have the body that uh the body that like you know me I like my Italian reds oh yeah I love Italian so reds. much fruit so I much. love uh I love uh, multiple Chiano oh. both the grape and the varietal and the uh the region the uh what's the other oh the uh um oh. again we no, don't know shit about wine this the you know okay like our information is like from stuff people have told us. There's Internet like, reading, back of bottles. <laughs> uh, what's the uh, something Diavola? Oh, th- that might be another. Um, is it Amarillo? Am- yeah, something like that. I remember I got a, a taster bottle, like a sample bottle of an Amarillo. And- I'm reading, I'm just reading up so much on just gulp. I'm finding this super interesting because apparently. People really are putting out that this is uh, one of the most interesting wine companies to kind of pop up. And apparently, um, people, they again, from uh, spy.com, again, flavor-wise, it's a mix between a, a Sauvignon Blanc and a tangy top shelf natural wine with almost floral feel. That's what it says. And that's kind of what it tastes like. It tastes like a cheap Sauvignon Blanc but like somehow elevated a little bit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't taste gross. Do you know what the difference between an orange wine and a natural wine is? Well, first of all, a natural wine could be anything because it means nothing. That I know. Natural. Natural, natural could be wine. anything. It's a natural wine. You can just say anything's natural. It's natural. So what does it mean? Um, that means it's uh non-GMO. Maybe it's I, I've fuck if I know, dude. Oh, look at this! This scrumptious from spy.com. This scrumptiously, what the fuck was happening? This scrumptiously citrusy wine, scrumptiously with a bit of dryness, is truly one to beat. The grapes used to make this stunning, cloudy orange wine are from thirty-five-year-old Moscatel Galgo vines planted on schist and gra- okay. I don't know what none of that means. Also, I don't know about wine. Wait, Moscovel. Okay, anything with a musco something, I have in my experience realized is on the sweeter side because you got moscato, muscadine, muscovine. Mm. Musc- there's there's a bunch of musca. And this is a little sweeter than the orange wine that I'd had actually. Yeah, the other one I had was almost so shockingly dry that I wasn't prepared for it. But this this is is are we selling orange palette. wines? That's the question. Are we? Selling orange wines. You know what? I wouldn't. All right. And in, in the way we've described what our hypothetical bar is in the past, I don't think we would have a house orange wine. But we would sell orange wines. But I think. You sure we wouldn't have a house orange instead of a house sauv? I would maybe have a house, house orange instead of a house rosé. To be honest, if uh, like if we wanted to be that kind of Brooklyn bar. And be like, mm, sorry, we don't have rosé. We have an orange. I don't know. We, we should have a rosé, a sauve. You have to have a rosé, a sauve. We get a thrown orange. And then we could just have a higher-end orange also. I don't know. Because you have to have you have to have a rosé. You have to have a red. You have to have a white. Right? Mm-hmm. And even with the white, you'd have to have like at least a chardonnay, 
Riesling? Not even a Riesling. Yeah, that's I'm thinking as a bar. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. As so a bar Blanc, that up until this point Chardonnay. is like a cocktail bar. Yeah, yeah. Like you'd have a Chardonnay, maybe a Sauv Blanc, maybe a Pinot Grigio. And that's about it. As far you got the big three, and now you're thinking you also throw in an orange wine. Oof, yeah. And then as far as reds, you'd have to have house red or like a house red blend. Oh, of course, of course. A cab. So th- it wouldn't this would this wouldn't be house, but it'd be like a cheaper bottle. Like if you if we if we sold bottles, cheaper bottle. If we sold bottles, we'd sell by the bottle. I'm, 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 oh, you know we're not a restaurant. You're right. Uh, ten bucks a glass. There you go. Damn. Eight bucks. Oh no, yeah, because house wine is like depending on five or six bucks. Do we change the format of the bar to be a place that has bottles and cans, but also has like a cocktail? I don't think you can do that. I think there might be laws against that, right? Not in New York, you can't do that. But I don't know. I feel like it maybe in. We'd have to go to Nevada. No, we should do. We should secede. I feel Wouldn't like that be a big dick power play of like you got all these conservative states that are like we're gonna secede from the union and then all of a sudden just like California and New York are like peace out bitches sucks the suck and <laughs> fuck they would not like that they'd be like oh you can't leave exactly right that would be kind of <laughs> hilarious fuck I really like this orange wine thank you so much for uh no, this is a good good uh, selection that you made here. This has been absolutely great. Would you ever put this in a wine spritzer? This is my last question. I know we're wrapping up. Like, no, 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 no. no. Just... Yes. Yes? Yeah. Honestly, if they sold like a brute version, listen, I'm this particular, if they sold a brute version of this, like a, like a real heavily carbonated version of this shit, I'd be after it. And I'd it's put it light, with ginger beer. It's refreshing. Or like a ginger ale. Oh, that 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 sounds like it'd be very nice. Something with ginger and and. That's the reason why I think we definitely need to try like a higher end or a, a higher cost or a more funky or interesting one, mm. mainly because this is too close to a Sauv Blanc. You can almost just you could if you had a house Sauv Blanc and you swapped it for this, and you didn't tell anybody. It could almost be indistinguishable. It would be almost they they would look at it though and be like, why is this weird? Why is and, it so cloudy? Why is it not? Has this turned? I don't get it. I don't get it. But I'm about it. You know what I do get? What do you get? I get that this is a thing that we do. And people listen to it with their ears. With their ear holes. And they can like the things and they can comment on the things. They can do all the things you do when it's a thing that you like. Like, comment, subscribe. You know, go to your local liquor store. Use the promo code... Behind the bar, yes. go up to any get, go to any liquor store. You'll and get absolutely zero percent off. No, no, you'll get a hundred percent off of a bottle of um, Weller. But you have to make sure you go in and say, "Do you have, do you have any allocated bottles?" Actually, you can get seventy percent off of any allocated bottle. Yes, just go into any store, ask them if they have allocated bottles. When they say no, say, "Actually, I have a problem." I heard on this this podcast. That it is part of your stipulations that if a customer comes in after five o'clock and asks for an allocated bottle, that you have to let them know. 
and you have to harass we, we, them until we they, told you that. Okay, this is an endorsement. This is an absolute endorsement to harass people who work in liquor stores, especially after five p.m. Especially after five p.m. If even better, if you can find out when they close and show up five minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, that was uh behind the bar. Uh. uh uh, What's your name? Uh, James Berry. And I'm Chandler Phillips. And thank you for joining us. Now get the fudge out. Get out of here. Oh, wait. I got to. Damn. When I was behind the bar. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, yeah. Tasty. I feel like we should do one of those things. Like, yeah, we're, we're talking off. We're talking off. Stop. We're chatting. So how about these politics? Wow. Yeah. You ever been politicking with a polytech and all of a sudden it politic? I'm a, mon- I'm a monogatech, not a polytech. Mm. I'm a polyflea. Still sucking and fucking. <laughs> <laughs>